To be honest, sometimes I wonder If it's come time to pack it in If I've given my best and there's nothing left So my best days are at an end oh. And I remember that you would never Let me face what's next alone I know that you're keeping me straight when I'm weak And expect me to carry on I know that the Lord is preparing
edition of I Want to Praise You, Jeff Giant, Halloran Hill and Dr. Milton Brown and yours truly, Darren Florence. We are definitely squatted up, but we're not alone this week. We have two special guests from Take Six, the Grammy Award winning group, David R. Thomas, and he's going to stop by to talk to us this week. Also, historically in the black community, there has always been a negative stigma surrounding mental health. I believe that in order for us to be empowered, heal, and make positive changes within ourselves, families, and communities, we first must gain knowledge and understanding, then find the resources to battle mental illness, dysfunction, and disorders. Today, we're speaking with a clerical psychologist, co-founder of Bear. 
mental health and wellness professor of psychology at UMass Boston, Dr. Tahera Abdullah Swain, Dr. T, to give us some insight on how to address some of the mental illness and psychosocial factors that have plagued our communities for generations. Dr. T, you loved me through my good. You loved me through my bad. You loved me through my good. And you loved me through my bad. Jesus, you didn't erase my future because of my past. I'm glad you loved me through my good and my bad Through my good and my bad You love me through my good You love me through my bad Didn't erase my future Hallelujah Because of my past Thank you I'm glad you loved me through my good and my bad. You loved me through my good and my bad. So glad you loved me. You loved me through my good. Never took your love away. You loved me through my bad. You didn't erase my future. Thank God you didn't write me off. I even did some things I know you despise, God. God, I know sometimes we make you ashamed. Thank you for never giving us what we deserve, God. After falling again and again. Every blessing and request that you granted, Lord. You could have withheld, but mercy intervened. You love me through my good. Through the rebellion. Through all of my shortcomings. You love me through my good. And this is my favorite right here. You keep on loving me. Can somebody help me? You keep on loving me. You keep on loving me. You keep right on loving me. Through the good and the bad, you never stop loving me. Through the lessons learned, you show me. We disobey you. We run away from you. Bring shame to your name, but your love remains. Who can love me? Like you do, Lord. What you are to me, no man could ever be. You see, through every mistake, through every stumble, you prove to your children you'll always be there. Every slip, through all of my issues, you could have been finished, you could have been gone, but you put up with me. Keep on teaching me. Keep doing wrong. Keep on. Keep on. 
all my good and my bad. You love me through my good and through my bad. Oh, didn't erase my future because of my past. I'm glad you love me through my good and bad. I want to praise you, Darren Florence. We're talking about African-Americans and mental health and how it affects us in our communities. And this week we have Dr. Tahira Abdullah that's joining me. And she is she's one of the best doctors in the country. Plain and simple. We're just going to introduce her. Hi, Doctor. Hi. Thank you so much, and thank you for that intro. Right. How are you today? Everything's good. I, I I respect you and what you do so much because mental health issues something in the black community that we don't talk about a lot. I think sex abuse and mental health issues are the two things that's like taboo that we don't ever talk about. Absolutely. There's such a lack of conversation just around mental health in our communities and so I think that's makes shows like this so important for us to be able to talk about mental health for us to be able to talk about how to maintain our well-being you know when things are going well and how to deal with things when things you know might start to you know become problematic for us favor this is my season to reap what I have sown this is my season for grace for favor yeah. this is my season to reap what I But I sure been faithful See, God's got a purpose And I know he's evil I've got a seed in the ground That is blessing No more stressing I've got a seed in the ground Now I'm knowing and it's showing my seeds for grace, for favor. It only works when we all do it. This is my season to do what? To reap what I have sown. Come on, you say, This is my season for grace. For what else? For favor. This is my season. To reward Tonight, real simple say, it's good, it's good, it's good. It's good. 
Now, I just want you to know we're talking about uh, mental health in the black community this weekend. I know you're not mental or nothing, but you might be remedial. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something about, <laughs> Let me tell you something about mental. You have three guys on your show that's all crazy. All right? We all have mental problems. As a matter of fact, it's four of us. You, give me the ball. <laughs> we all crazy. You right. It's you might. You, you know what? It's just how we handle no, it. No, you not mental. You not crazy. You just remedial. You just kind of slowed up a little bit. I think we I dropped you. Am, <laughs> I am. But we all was in the same class, uh, coloring, coloring books and doing puzzles. We was all in the same class. Riding the short bus, huh? Short bus. <laughs> yes, sir. But you know what, man? You know what, man? I'm telling you something about uh, 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 Mr. It's something that the black community we really got to get uh, a little bit more uh, conscious of and don't be afraid of it and embrace it. That's right. That's why we're having this show right now. That's what we're dealing with right now. We're putting it on the table. We're letting everybody know that we got anxiety, we depressed, and uh, some more stuff. Some most. And you know, I have a friend down here, uh, and uh, he he got on Facebook and he started telling how he uh, had a little mental problem. And, you know, he was like, look, I just want y'all, you guys to know, and so many people was going to his page and, and was appreciating them, his forwardness, and just saying, hey, it's real. It is. And I'm like, wow, that's that was real cool. So, yeah, we got to we gotta come on out. Funny. We got to come on he out the closet. He is a little crazy, though. <laughs> he is a little crazy. 
Hey man, so with that being said, I guess we not so bad, cuz, so we're gonna get back to the music and keep it we going. We not so bad, but we are, hey, you got four crazy brothers with you, man, and you're doing a good, crazy job. Hey man, you, well, stay mental, man. you have a good, crazy weekend. <laughs> I'll be mental, baby, I'll be, I'll be. Be safe, <laughs> I'll holler at you next week. <laughs> Peace.
That's right. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get this thing started. Again, my name is Dr. Tahira Abdullah. I am an associate professor in the psychology department at the University of Massachusetts, Boston. Mm -hmm. I also am co-founder of BEAR, which stands for uh, Black Advocacy, Resilience, and Empowerment uh, for Mental Health. Uh, Bare Mental Health and Wellness, which I just co-founded with uh, Dr. Jessica Graham Lepresti hmm. a, a year ago now. Wow. And so in addition to my teaching and my research and a little bit of clinical work, I also uh, do some consulting and advocacy work, really all tied to ways that we can improve mental health in Black communities.
Nice, very impressive. And that's the reason why I think that you're one of the most important people to talk to about this right now. Now, with that being said, public figures in our community that suffer with um, different disorders like depression and bipolar, for example, depression, Serena Williams, Oprah Winfrey, Martin Luther King Jr. the third, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I think Michelle Obama just talked about experiencing depression recently. Meghan Markle just right. on her Oprah Winfrey interview. That's it. Other people that are dealing with bipolar and depression, Nina Simone, Chris Brown, DMX, Mike Tyson, Kanye West, and if you think about it, those are some of the people that your eyebrow might go up like, I don't know what's going on there, but everything. <laughs> what's the best things to deal with? Depression, bipolar, and some of the other things to deal with. You know, it can be hard to even realize the importance of mental health until somebody close to you experiences a mental health crisis or a mental health concern. And, you know, the fact that Serena Williams and um, Michelle Obama and, um, you know, Kanye West even have been public about their experiences um, with mental illness. My hope is that that can help to reduce some of the stigma um, that surrounds it and just lead people to have more conversations about it. Right. It's so neglected. See you.
a lot of times, especially when young people first experience what's going on with them, that they think that they're by themselves and there's nobody else understanding and feeling what they're feeling. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. What's really going on is that there's a lot of people on this earth that are dealing with it. And I believe as a black community, as African-Americans and indigenous people to this planet in general, the things that we have tolerated and dealt with over the years, there's a lot of mental issues that we haven't overcome like slavery and, and the abuse that comes from that. And based on that foundation alone, then you multiply that with what's going on, what we're talking about. And we have a serious mess going on. You brought up slavery, right? And not only slavery, but also the legacy of slavery, right? So Right, it doesn't you know, stop. It's not over. We're still suffering every exactly. day from the issues of it. Exactly. And the connections between experiences of racism and mental health are really real. Um, you know, there is my research and lots of other people's research has shown evidence that, you know, people can experience what symptoms that are consistent with the symptoms that you would experience with any other kind of trauma after experiencing racism. And to me, that's something that's not talked about enough, just the real impact that the racism that we experience on a regular basis can have on our mental health. So it can impact our mood, it can impact you know, the anxiety that we might feel, it can result in trauma symptoms. Um, and so I think that that's important for us to, to think about and to talk about too. People always ask me why am I always so happy and never down. And why I'm always laughing and how they never seem to catch me with a frown. Some may think it's not real and I know that a lot feel this a show So I wrote this song to tell ya about someone I am familiar with and know So I tell them that it's you
I've noticed that myself that I've been dealing with anxiety and depression, specifically when we went through the pandemic and that Donald Trump, all this stuff that's going on with him, I was starting to feel a certain type of way. And, and before that, I would feel anxiety about certain things. And I've gotten to the point where I think that I might set aside some time and, and deal with some of the issues that I'm dealing with. And I mean, hearing you say that again, just speaks to the importance of being able to take that time for ourselves. Like so many of us don't. And that's something that typically isn't normalized, right? So people take leave for any number of things all of the time, um, but we don't tend to prioritize our mental health. I think being able to prioritize your mental health and take that time away will result in longer term feeling less anxious, longer term feeling just more whole and more well and being able to really live a life that's consistent with the things that are important to you. You know, when we spend so much time, for me, <laughs> at your job or um, invested in all of these things that, yes, are important, but may not be the things that really are of value to us or aren't the things that be fulfilling us or um, helping us to heal from the things that we've experienced, you know, it really makes it hard to continue that on a day-to-day -day basis. And so taking that time out to really care for ourselves is something that so many of us don't do and really could benefit from prioritizing. And I'm glad that you brought up the pandemic too, because that has also taken a toll mm -hmm. on uh, a lot of people, right? And, myself included. Right, it made, made us all the more aware of the issues that we're dealing with. And you, you mentioned Michelle Obama. I think that's one of the times that she realized that she had something that she was dealing with during that period as well. And I just want you to mention resources and ways that we can find help. Particularly if you are looking for a black or African-American therapist um, or a therapist of color generally, um, some sites that I would recommend would be InnoPsych, I-N-N-O-P-S-Y-C-H.com. Mm -hmm. Um, I also recommend Melanin and Mental Health. They have a list of resources available. Um, Therapy for Black Girls is another great site. And then um, some general sites, psychologytoday.com has a find a therapist feature that you can use to sort by your location, your type of insurance, the type of concern that you're bringing, um, and can use that to try to find somebody who fits with the needs that you have. So I definitely recommend that too. Um, the Association of Black Psychologists is another good resource. Of course, if you are in immediate need and need you know, immediate crisis uh, help, there's the National Suicide Prevention Line, which is 1-800-273-8255. They also have a crisis text line, and you can text the word HELLO to 741-741, and that's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week throughout the United States. And they can connect you with someone who can help kind of in that immediate crisis capacity. Nice, nice. Is um, I remember 
NAMI? Yes, NAMI. NAMI is another wonderful resource. Um, NAMI is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. And so they have a website, NAMI.org. They have chapters in cities throughout the country. Um, they have just a lot of information. And NAMI is also a good organization to get connected to for support. If you are a person who is living with mental illness or a person who has family member with mental illness, NAMI just has a great deal of resources that can provide support for, um, for people with mental illnesses and their loved ones. Very informative. We'll be back with Dr. T in a few minutes. Coming up next hour, David Thomas from Take Six, Halloran Hill and Dr. Milton Brown. And we'll be back right after these messages.
the word mental health if you take the word mental off of that it's just the word health and if yes. you are into into health and making your body feel good you have to do it for your brain as well absolutely mental health is part of overall health and overall wellness overall well-being um you know one of my um mentors used to say you know we always go we might go to the doctor for a checkup but why don't we go for our checkup from the neck up come on now right that that's just as important as the rest of our body and so just in the same way that we get our annual physical exams it's important to get that check up from the neck up too that's right listen i thank you so much for stopping by and talking to us uh, we had to stop the music just a little bit so we could get educated about what's going on in the black community and i promise you anytime we have issues i'm going to call you up and we're going to we're going to get to it okay absolutely i would love to come back and talk more about this dr tahira abdullah all right nothing feels better than to know you and nothing's more important than to show you that nothing comes close to what the vibe is nothing's more exciting than the time spent with you no one but you can love me true how you love me when you love me and you tell me everything is gonna be all right and you mean the world to me You are my everything And I never, no, never, never ever wanna know what it's like without you I wanna wake up to you every day I think I feel like this forever As long as we're together Wanna know you each and every way I promise to be honest when I speak to you Wanna put you at the top of my list Wanna walk in like I talk it Wanna give you everything Please tell me that you're rocking with this You know all the ways to speak to me I like it when it's just us talking And you don't hold it against me That you don't really need me for nothing But I need you for everything And when I'm honest with you Telling you my issues You keep it up with you Every time I kick it with you It's no games, no games, oh don't change, don't change Cause you mean the world to me You are my everything And I never, no, never, never ever wanna know what it's like without you I wanna wake up to you every day I think I feel like this forever As long as we're together Wanna know you each and every way I promise to be honest when I speak to you Wanna put you at the top of my list Wanna walk in like I talk it, wanna give you everything Please tell me that you're rocking with this You know all the ways to speak to me I wanna wake up to you every day I think I feel like this forever As long as we're together Wanna know you each and every way I promise to be honest when I speak to you Wanna put you at the top of my list Wanna walk in like I talk it, wanna give you everything Please tell me that you're rocking with this Just want to encourage you, remind you the best is still yet to come. I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper, nothing harm you. 
And although you may think that your time has passed, God's only saving the best for last. Your future greater than your I get when you say Say it like Nothing And although you may think That your time has passed God's only saving The best for last Your future greater than My sister Yolanda Adams
brothers and sisters, I want to welcome you back to life, back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter, hallelujah. How can it be that you love the most unlovable part of me? You're the savior. I don't wanna love nobody but you. I 
I want to praise you. This show is about mental health awareness and how it affects the African-American community and more specifically our family. My cousin David Thomas from Take Six, the Grammy Award winning group, is here to talk about some of the issues that are affecting our family. Yo, Dave, cousin Dave. (laughs) Big D, what's up, man? All right, man. We dealing the with postman. a that's right, baby. <laughs> we dealing with a serious subject this week, man. I know we could get on here and clown and act act the fool and have a good time, but uh, our family has been dealing with this for a minute. And um, when I first experienced this mental health issue, you were the first person that I called and contacted, and you put me up on so much game. Like you're the first person that told me about Nami. Um, right. Situations like that So with that being said Like what are some of the issues that you're dealing with In your life and that you've noticed about Well um, Before I Answer the question from that perspective When you say common There's really um, No difference among the races About the uh, Mental illnesses Or what I like to call brain differences um, That affect Um one community or the other it's just the difference in how those communities deal with those same issues right so uh in the african-american community we deal deal with all the same mental illnesses uh that plague all other communities we just don't deal with it as um as holistically we don't confront some of the same issues in the same way uh so for instance in my family you know um my son, my son has a bipolar diagnosis with a schizoaffective disorder. Uh, my daughter has been diagnosed with a borderline personality disorder. Um, and those things are, are a lot more common um, uh, in all, uh, all uh, communities, except, you know, from the African-American perspective, we don't usually choose to deal with it. And because we don't really value a lot of times our mental wellness, that is the main issue. So it's not so much about the mental illness that is the issue. It's mental wellness that we don't really approach in the same way. And when we have a problem, it's almost a machismo to say, just suck it up and deal with it. That's you know right. what I mean? It's almost a cultural so, thing. It's almost a cultural ex- thing with no, us. That, that's exactly right. And the reason why is because, um, you know, as the families were separated back during slavery times, uh, it was the Mandingo that was the man, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And so that machismo is valued in the African-American community. Um, and sometimes it's that pride in that very uh, perspective that literally blocks us from un- being vulnerable, if that makes any sense. And it's that vulnerability that you need to have in order to say, you know what, I don't feel good. I don't feel well. I'm not thinking right. right. Um, and I need to get some help. Right. You know, we're trained in the from the perspective of Suck it up. In the Be tough. Of, yeah. If you admit that you have a problem, you're weak. Right. Suck it up and be tough, boy. You better get be up. Tough. And, let's do yeah, it. And, and, and it's not just the men. You know, we say the same thing to our women, mm-hmm. uh, our, our, our daughters, our children. And so, uh, you know, that's a that's a mistake. And so as a mental health advocate, my wife and I, Marla and I have a. Uh, we have developed our own mental health foundation called Loving Beyond Reason. And we are in partnership with NAMI San Fernando Valley because it was NAMI that we turned to mm-hmm. uh, that is a massive resource um, of, of mental wellness, 
Uh, that's what that's what that's how I like to refer to it. Spanky. David took his slingshot 
and he swung it round his head. When I was a kid, a preacher's kid, I would hear the old folks during testimony service say, I thank the Lord that I woke up clothed in my right mind. I didn't get it. I I mean, I just didn't get it. This is Haller and Hilton Hill with another reason to praise. This is all pre-kids, pre-mortgage, pre-heartbreak, pre-job loss, pre-death of a loved one, pre-financial rock bottom. I had not experienced the rougher realities of life. Oh, but I get it now. Oh, oh boy, do I get it. I've had moments in my life where waves of depression rushed in. My mother battled that black cloud of depression. I watched her put on her game face every day, trying to climb the mountain of normalcy. Sometimes she'd make it to the top. Many days she died on the mountain. That was my experience. Wait, you know what? I probably shouldn't use past tense. Truthfully, it's still a reality, but I have better tools now. Michelle Obama recently talked about her own struggle with depression. Big Sean recently talked about coming this close to committing suicide. Donnie McClurkin said the same. Anthony Bourdain committed suicide. He had what appeared to be the most amazing life in the world. And yet he didn't wake up clothed in his right mind. Have you ever been so rattled by a life experience that you really did think you were going to lose your mind? Have you ever not wanted to even get out of bed, let alone try to move forward in life? I have. I had to ask for help. I talked to God and I sought counseling. At first, I was ashamed to admit it. I could admit my diabetes, but not my depression. There's no shame in seeking help. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. There are gifted, godly counselors that can help you heal. When those old folks would thank God that they woke up clothed in their right minds, they were declaring that there were days when they weren't sure they were going to wake up that way. And they were thanking God for the spirit and the people that got them over. You do realize that sitting at the kitchen table with your grandmother, telling her your deepest hurts and having her help you sort yourself is kind of like counseling. Get help. God wants to help you heal and he has appointed gifted professionals to help you find help and wholeness. If you feel like you're on the brink, don't give up on life and don't give up on God. Call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-TALK. And that's another reason to praise.
in how the story ends When I let go and I let God let God have his way That's when things start happening When I stopped looking at back then When I let go and I let God I let God have his way It's true I couldn't seem to fall asleep it was so much on my mind I was searching for that peace But the peace I could not find Ooh. So then I knelt down to pray I was praying, help me please Then he said, you don't have to cry Cause I'll supply all your needs Soon as I stopped worrying, worrying how the story when I let go and I let God, I let God have its way. That's when things start happening. When I stop looking at my I let go and I let go. I let go. So just do it. Just let go. And let go. Let go. And let go. Let go. And let go. Oh, let go. And let go. Just let go. Let go, oh, let go, and let go, oh, let go, and just let go, oh, let go. Rest of the walls, y'all help me right here. And let go, stay right there. Just let go, come on, Pop. And let go, let go, let go, let go, let go. Let go, you gotta let God. Oh my brother, you gotta let go and let God. You can't handle it on your own. You gotta let go and let God. Oh, let God. You better let go and let God. Oh my sister, let go and let God. Well, there's that bad job you don't like yeah. Well, it's that boy that won't act right Oh, you gotta let go And let God Oh, let go You gotta let God Oh, let go And let God You gotta believe Him You gotta believe Him Oh, believe Him Oh, believe Him Because He cares and he loves you And he wants to see you win And he wants to see you win You gotta let go Oh, 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 oh. Let God 
So with that being said, for me, I'm dealing with the African-American community, that aspect of it. And then with my daughter, she's been diagnosed with bipolar depression. And so her side of her mom's side of the family is Jamaican. So it's not just the African-American culture, but the Jamaican culture. And I know you understand about that, too, because it's it's more intense when it comes to that culture and dealing with stuff like that. Well, it's easier to, to just say non-white uh, because any culture that's non-white is going to deal with the this same types of issues. Uh, but what I what I will say is that, you know, what we like to say, and this is how we kind of, you know, the, the, the goal here is to erase the stigma, um, which is what keeps us from approaching these issues in the right way. And the stigma comes from the fact that the diagnosis doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. We don't stigmatize people for having cancer. We don't say, oh man, that person, something's wrong with them. They're crazy. Right, right. That person has lung cancer. What's wrong with that person? You know, you go to the doctor and you get well. Right. And we pray for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. Uh, at the end of the day, um, a diagnosis is really just a way to understand what medication you need. Because when you start to really dig into therapy, the therapist doesn't dwell on your diagnosis. The therapist dwells on your mental wellness and the approach to get there. And the diagnosis sometimes gives you the medication to re to address your blood chemistry so that you can have mental wellness just like everybody else. Nice. So, with that being said, the next question is... Why is it that African-Americans oftentimes are resistant to their mental health treatment, meaning they're not willing to take their medication or go through the programs that might help them? Well, so if you think about everything that we spoke about earlier, the reality is if you lived your life for such a long time without medication, your norm might feel like so for somebody who is bipolar that deals with mania that approach to mania feels like i have extreme focus i could do anything nothing's gonna hold me back 
Um, but what those of us who value mental wellness and understand mental wellness, as we go up that slope, what ends up happening is we understand that that feeling of I'm great, I can do anything, will actually continue to go up until you just completely disassociate it from reality. And so that's what we tr we're trying to mitigate. Uh, and so because of that, we let people know that you're not supposed to feel so excited. That makes any sense. Mm -hmm. and so, and that takes time. And to, so since you've been living all your life with these feelings and these emotions and this perspective, right. to say I want to change that and make you more quote unquote normal, it doesn't feel like themselves. Right. So they have to learn how that's not the right feeling that you should have. Not that there's anything wrong with how you were born, but let's bring you more to a consensus norm because it's, it's, it's not cool to say that one person is normal and one person is not. Right. But there is a consensus normal that we all kind of deal with. And that's exactly. where we want to get everybody to. I, told myself I couldn't even fall But there was so much on my I was searching for
that you would keep me in perfect peace if I just keep my mind stayed on it. See, some of y'all are going through some crazy situations and you don't know how you're going to get through it. But I stand here and tell you that if you hold on to God, He'll hold on to you. Oh, I can't get no help up in here by myself. You're not going to go crazy under the pressure. The devil is a lie. You're not going to lose your mind. You're not going out like no sucker. You're not going out like no chump. Because greater is he. That's within you, then he's. That's within you. Touch your neighbor. Look him in the face real fast and tell him, say, you are on top and rising higher. Oh, I wish somebody would just touch your neighbor. Some of y'all still looking at me. Tell somebody I'm on top and I'm rising. Once again, it's time for another edition of Checkup from the Neck Up with my, my player partner, my homeboy, Dr. Milton Brown, a.k.a. Say it, Milt. Hey, D, give me the ball, baby. I'm on you know, you, know, you know he has to have the rock every time. If Milton doesn't have the ball, we are about to lose the game. So now he has the rock, about to get a dub today. So today we're talking about mental health and how it affects the african-american community milt and um we got dave on the show you know cousin dave what's up dave oh, dave, man. That's, <laughs> dave that's my man dave is the man that's our guy man that's our guy good good dude man really good dude man. that's right so we we five deep this week instead of four and we also have dr tahira abdullah from umass an excellent doctor okay mental health issues so we can't wait to finish dealing with her so with that being said milk what do you have to say about mental health in the black community yeah you know we we have someone you know kind of shunned mental health you know it's kind of been a taboo word in our community mm-hmm. you know we, we 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 have you know when you say you know that person got some mental health issues oh man they crazy leave them alone right but, but in the, rea- the reality of it D, is that it's a, it's a disease just like any other disease. In order, if a, a cardiac problem, a heart problem, you know, that's disease of the heart. You know, issues with your, your gastrointestinal system, you know, that's an issue of, of the intestines or the, or the stomach. The issues of mental health are issues of the brain. And, and it's an organ. It's an organ like mm-hmm. any other organ. Mm-hmm. We need to treat it that way. And so, you know, we, we, we want to change the stigma you know, I'll tell you, D, be honest with you, and, you know, we, we talking straight talk that, you know, COVID has introduced a lot of a lot of a lot of mental health uh, issues into our community, That's especially right. with anxiety and stress dealing with, you know, getting, you know, well, am I going to catch it? Am I going to die from it? Will my family catch it? Mm-hmm. Especially if somebody in your family has already been sick and, and didn't make it. You know, is it going to come? It's serious. It's serious anxiety. And I'll be honest with you, the people don't need to do to, to to fight this battle alone. You know, many people just withdraw. They go back into they be about being by themselves. And really, in the reality of it, they need to tell somebody. Need to open up. They need to see their 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 um, their primary care doctor or their mental health doctor um, to to. Uh, 
to get them some some relief. See, this virus is putting the mental health issues to test. On the and, forefront, you know, definitely. On the forefront, yeah, and it's, it's, it's hard to deal with right now because you got, you know, mutants coming. You, you got the anxieties about a lot of things. You know, how am I gonna, well, how am I gonna fight this thing? But yeah, I just want people to know, you're not alone. Don't get in the back and be by yourself. Come to the front. Acknowledge you got some issues that you're dealing with that stress is overwhelming you. And, and there's help. There's help there, D. There's help. That's right. And on top of the corona and the COVID situation, we dealt with that Donald Trump issue. And that, that probably compounded the anxiety. But what I've noticed, Mill, is the answer to this whole problem is love. You know, we got to love on the people that are feeling that way and let them know that they're not by themselves, just like you said, and that there is a place and a space. And that's one of the reasons why I do this show, because you can feel the love exuding from the music and it's a calming effect on it. Now, with that being said, I know there's a lot of people getting anxious about taking this vaccine, and I want you to talk about that. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. You know, you got really three groups. Then you got people who decided to take it and have taken it. They get anxiety because they're worried about, you know, before they take it, they're worried about if they're going to get any side effects. Are they going to, you know, what's going to hurt them? After they get it, then there's the issues of, you know, is it going to help me? Is it really going to protect me? Um, then you got the next group. They didn't get it. They are not planning to get it. And they have anxiety because they made that decision. And so they're, they're, they're sitting there wondering, did I make a mistake? Or uh, am I gonna get really sick? Am I gonna survive it? Um, and then you got a group who's waiting for the vaccine. They, they don't are eligible yet, and they still in the valley of decision about what they're gonna do. And they're trying to decide based on the, the just the onslaught of information coming at them of what to do. And they're confused and they got anxiety. And, and, and to be honest with you, for, for all three groups, all three groups, you know, the, the issues that we're going to get through this. Um, but, but, but don't do it alone. I mean, don't, don't make this decision something that you have to bear by yourself. But, but you got to get outside and get fresh air. And you've you got to talk to people, even if it's on the phone or even if it's somebody 15 feet away. You just talk to them. I mean, we, we got, we can't let this virus drive us into isolation which then helps breed the, the, the anxiety and, and the despair and, and the hopelessness that people feel. So, you know, see, I'm just saying, if, you, if people are feeling this way, feeling hopeless, or you're feeling despair um, based on the vaccine um, and, and, and your decision, um, talk to your, your family, talk to your friends, uh, talk to the dog, <laughs> talk to somebody. I mean, talk to talk to you, but definitely talk to your physician, talk to your, you know, a mental health expert. They can provide you with either lifestyle changes. You know, people got to get better sleep. See, they they up at night on this Netflix, this <laughs> Netflix, Netflix, Netflix away. Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not sleeping. And they wonder why they why they are anxious and 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 and, and fearful. They're not getting proper sleep. That's right. So yeah. to a one is listening to this music will calm you, will keep you calm. So listen, 
And then second, going and, and talking to friend or family, and also then going and talking to your 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 mental health a mental health expert or your primary care doctor. That's right, man. Listen, as always, we thank you for uh, stopping by, man. You always give us great information. Now, the word is mental health, and if you take the word mental off of that, it's just health. And so that's the most important thing is to work on your health. And coming from the doctor, trust me and believe, work on your health, man. Let's get back to this music, Milk, man. You know I got to do it, baby. Give it to me, man. I'm gonna give you the music. I'm gonna give you the ball. <laughs> All right, man. We'll see you next week. Tell the family I said hello, man. You know we always love you, man. Peace. Life was bitter to the core. There was nothing to live for until love came. And even second times around, happiness. Not be found until love came. I was left all alone. Fought was my own. Tears covered me. And I need some relief. Joy comes in the morning. Been searching for keys to life's door. Brought to my knees. And was led to be But his love showed me Love said not so Even with the odds against me Love showed me Love said not so Without a reason for cause Peace and joy placed on pause Until love came Having no
One thing about it and two things that is for sure, love is the key to mental health wellness. And if you put love in it, you can work it out. That's the bottom line. Listen, we got a little bit more of David Thomas right after these commercials. We'll be back in a few minutes. The show is almost over. So stick around. We'll be back in a second. But at this point right here, you know what I got to do every week.
want you to talk about some of the resources that are available to us in the African American African American community to uh, get help and deal with these issues. So anywhere that there are mental health resources, they are now gearing toward people of color to begin with, because those are the places at the at the grassroots where we need to erase the stigma. And so if you were to go to NAMI, it, NAMI has a, a local chapter near just about everywhere, everyone in America, in every city, uh, and they are the largest mental health resource in America. Um, and then from there, you can actually find out uh, what specifically you can do. Also, um, now that we have the Affordable Care Act, you can check with your insurance provider to make sure that your mental health, uh, your therapeutic approaches, your uh, mental health coverage is in place and is what you need. And it's affordable. That's the, you know, that's the basis. It's the first word of the Affordable Care Act. Right, uh, right. Something that's going to fit in your budget. And the thing about it is a lot of times um, it seems like it's going to be a hard search because we're not there yet as a country. We're not there yet uh, as a, in the world. You know, uh, we're still trying to erase the stigma. We're not there yet. So you might have to dig a little deeper. Uh, depending on where you live, if you're far from a, a major city, might be a little bit more difficult, but it's worth the search. Nice. And before we get out of here, I know we got to go. You got stuff to do, and, uh, and I do too. But for me personally, I've noticed in dealing with this issue about my own personal mental health, like maybe I need to talk to somebody as well. And do you find yourself going through you know mental anguish dealing with this and seeing your child in that situation because the first time i saw it i was like oh my god i think i lost my child altogether yeah and so yeah. nobody ever talks about that aspect no you're you're absolutely right D. and the issue is you know that's trauma when a parent sees their child suffering that parent also has trauma you know i'm a mental health advocate i have a mental health foundation along with my wife but I started with my new therapist yesterday. Mm, so you never told me this, Dave, in my whole life. And we, boy, see. Yeah, well, I mean, that's well, the thing is, just like you, what I realized is I'm no longer looking at this from a problem. I want to maintain mental wellness. We don't wow. go to the gym and exercise uh, because we have a problem. We're trying to maintain our health. Right. I'm trying to maintain my mental health. And, you know, it. it, it if I knew how to cure my own cancer, I wouldn't have to go to the doctor. But that's not my specialty. God has given me other gifts that I have to focus on. God has given uh, therapists and psychiatrists and psychologists their their gifts as well. Right. And, you know, we need to afford ourselves of those same gifts. With that being said, I want you to know that Dr. Tahira Abdullah, who is our other guest on the show, exactly told me those exact same words. So it's ironic that we all are on the same page. Dave. I appreciate, is, I appreciate you uh, stopping by from Grammy Award you, winning uh, Take Six group. Um, you guys are in Huntsville. What y'all working on up there? Uh, well, we're getting honored at Oakwood. You know, the group started at Oakwood University. So in this age of virtual <laughs> get-togethers and virtual programs, they're doing the whole background kind of D-roll thing. We're going through Oakwood kind of reminiscing getting that on film and will culminate in us singing a few songs and receiving an honor here at Oakwood nice cause you know we come from a, a dope uh, HBCU I'm proud yep. of our history 
I talked to Elder Kelly about that um, maybe a couple of weeks ago for Black History Month. And so I love our history and who we are and who we came from, man. So I appreciate you stopping by, man. I hope you have a great day. You know I love you, cuz. Back at you, bro. And uh, I'm going to see auntie and uncle in a minute And I, I leave here. I think the person that was most remedial in our crew was Zach. You know, I had to get... <laughs> <laughs> You know he got jokes. <laughs> so Zach, we gonna work on your mental health this week. <laughs> there you go. Alright, man, I'm gonna ho- I- holler at you, boy. Just getting by, letting you figure me out. Oh, oh, I had to call on his name, y'all. Jesus. Oh, I love that name. Yes, I do.